Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan the GM bringing you episode 126 of What the Dice. So, 126 episodes, you know, I think it's about time to do a listener shout out. We are heading over to the Twitterverse. Now, Dave, over in the Twitterverse, I know you follow us. I want to thank you for your constant support, and I hope to see more interactions with you. You want your own listener shout-out? Join us on the Discord, follow us on the Twitter, or shoot me a message. I might read it, and I might give you that shout-out. Well, that's all the time I have for this intro, so I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 126 of What the Dice. We slowly awake in the chair that we fell asleep on. A warm blanket draped over us in a fire, cooking. We smell pancakes and bacon slowly roasting over the fire. The storyteller is sitting as he looks out the window. The storm is raging on. It is nearly a complete whiteout. The storyteller looks at us and smiles, handing us a plate of food. He sits back and slowly opens the book. Good morning, me friends. Please, eat, eat. Enjoy the warmth of the fire. It seems as if the storm outside is getting nothing but Mina. Well, you know, storms like this make me wonder what it would be like to be trapped in a darkness deeper in the cold grits of the ocean. Hundreds of fathoms under the sea, and just in darkness. Well, the adventurers have the luxury of being deep under the ocean, where light cannot see them. In an area where even the gods deem forgotten by time, the Miranda. As the adventurers looked around, they were able to see that there are footprints, strange footprints all around in the dust. They are not alone, and if they want to continue their journey, they will have to escape. Let us see how this begins. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys got into the Miranda, poking around you and found bodies and footprints and advertisements. Oh, my! And Kalila, Faye, and Defibulus, as they were poking around, poked around underneath the vending machine and found a small cylindrical object with a button and a needle under a vending machine that glowed red like someone captured a flame. And we pick up with Defibulus, Kalila, and Faye still in the Miranda, staring at a giant tube that goes from the floor to the ceiling. With arrows. Yep. Also, I'm assuming we see potentially this little tiny hallway that's over here. 
Wait, where's over here? Um, in the same room that has the tall tube, there is a small hallway. Uh... I saw it earlier and didn't get a chance to explore it. What's back there? Let's go. Alright, explore the hallway before the tube. It's a much smaller hallway. As opposed to, like, a 20-foot hallway, this thing looks like it's a 5-foot hallway or 6-foot hallway, something like that. This would remind you guys of... Well, it would remind... Fey is a, a of a service tunnel, a, a secret passageway, but this isn't, it doesn't look clean and white and pristine. You see signs that say, like, wear your safety goggles. Safety is important. And then things like, you know, don't be Steve. Watch where you're doing. Um, Poor Steve. Yeah. Uh, don't ent don't exit the Miranda without your diving suit. That kind of like this is clearly a met uh, a service tunnel for the staff that work here. Uh, probably more like your maintenance staff. Now I've got to ask the question: How often did they have people exiting the Miranda without a dive vest on or dive suit? Who knows? Man, I wonder what Steve did to get called out like that. God damn it, Steve. Always causing trouble. Right? Troublemaker. So, hey, guys. Hmm. What do you think Steve did to get called out? Kalila's gonna look at the poster and go, what? It says, you know, don't be Steve. I mean, like, what did Steve do that was so bad that he got called out and is being made an example of? Must have been pretty bad. Or just stupid. Or stupid. Still doesn't change the question that I I want to know. Well, maybe a different poster will tell us. As you continue down the hallway, you eventually find lockers that have been pried open and their contents spewed about. And you find something interesting. You find a little key card. It is broken and chipped up and it looks like it got trampled and you see um you see the code on it is like maintenance staff one but it is sparking and it it looks like it is barely holding a charge and it looks like if you picked it up it'd probably break but it is very reminiscent of the key card that you guys found in godspell just a more like you wear it on your chest as a, a name badge Hey, look. Found another one of those swipey key things. But I'm afraid to pick that one up. Maybe we should keep our eyes open for another one. We can always come back and see if we can pick it up if we can't find another one. Go check the lockers. I will do a quick pass through the lockers. See if there's any other key cards, maybe, since that one's broken. I'll we'll start at one end and I'll start at the other. Alright. Alright. Roll perceptions. I rolled a nat one. Okay. It's okay, I don't roll a nat twenty. <clears throat> Alright, we're gonna start with Kalila. Kalila, with your nat run, you reach into a locker to move something and you hear a and you feel a slight prick on your fingertip. It'll be a quick little uh-oh. What'd you do? Something pricked me. And your hands feel 
warm. Like as if you had your hands in front of a a warm fire for a couple of minutes. That nice, comfortable, inviting warmth. I'm going to detect poison on myself. You're not poisoned. My hands feel warm, but I'm not sensing any poison. She's going to see what the heck pricked her. You find another one of those cylinders, except it's empty, and the button has been depressed. Is there any markings or uh, hints or left over one little droplet of liquid to determine its color? You see S-P-A-R is all you see, and then the rest of the label looks faded and worn. She'll pull out the culprit and go, this one's labeled SPAR, but... I have a suspicion there's more letters and it's just gone. Well, how do you feel? My hands feel warm. But fine, otherwise. The Phoebus will poke her, her hand to see, like, if it's safe. Yeah, she's holding out her paws for them to see in case anybody sees something she doesn't. When you tap her paw, it feels warm to the touch. Like, warmer than... A, a, a hand would normally be about three or four degrees more. So, Like it was nice to a, a fireplace. Yeah. Faye, as you dig around, you find a key card. It's in good shape. And you see there's a picture. Uh, it's a, you're gonna guess, an orc. He's got big, twisty horns coming from his bottom uh, jaw going up, and they are polished chrome his hair is up in a, a mohawk and it is spiked with multiple different colors his eyes are silver orbs with green lit light to them and on his torso you see a shirt it is solid black with this strange looks like a unicorn flying over a volcano and it says, Trog Metal Rules. Defibulous will attempt a heal check on Kalila's hand. Alright, save your roll. There's nothing wrong with her. Nope. I can't find nothing wrong with your hand. Me either. The name on the name badge is Mammoth Vault. Mammoth Vault. Yep. Alright. All right, so Faye pockets the key card after she says she found one and goes over to check on Kalila. She says, I think I'm fine. Whatever pricked me. Yeah, you're either fine or you're like suddenly sprout out like two extra ar sets of arms. Guess we'll find out. Hey, if you can sprout extra arms, does that mean you could use two bows at once? That would be amazing. Come on, extra arms. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know if I necessarily want that. So, anything else cool in here? Uh, oh. nope. You guys have... Well, there's a giant metal door that looks like it has been welded shut. And then there's a giant ice wall that is very reminiscent of what you are seeing over at the main hallway. More eyes. Defibus is... Eyes light up, and then they, he goes, "Oh, what? I was gonna use the C4, but I get that. Get the idea. That's not a good idea down here. No, we're under the ocean. No C4. 
under the sea. Down where it's wetter. Anyway. Explosions are better under the sea. See? Just the weird singing voice says to blow things up. I suggest we don't blow things up. <laughs> Kalila's going to go over and investigate the ice wall. With the assumption Defibulus is probably going to investigate the metal doors. Kalila, as you put your hand towards the ice, you notice that it's starting to sweat. Hmm. So just touch her paw to the ice and see what happens. Because the other ice didn't do that when she tapped it with a claw. It... It's starting to sweat a little bit more, but not, like, melting, just that you see condensation starting to build. Defibulous. I need a engineering check. Profession. 22. With a 22, you poke and prod, and then you realize that this door has been welded shut to keep whatever is on the other side on the other side. Because all the weld marks are on this side. How sturdy are those weld marks? Like, actually welded really well or just hastily welded? These look like they were professionally welded. Like, you... The only time you've ever seen weld marks this well done was when your parents found old storage units that were welded together. So it has that perfect stacked dime look or stacked coin look to them. Wow, that's impressive. It is my professional opinion we probably don't want to break this door. Okay. Can somebody else come over here and put a hand on this ice? Faye moves. Faye, as you touch this ice, it is cold. Like middle of winter in the mountains cold and you have to pull your hand away from it after a, a moment or two because it starts to cramp as you look over you can look at where Kalila's got her hand and there's beads of sweat on the ice where condensation is starting to build up yeah because Kalila was watching her hand to see if Faye's hand would do the same thing and seeing it didn't she goes I wonder if whatever I got pricked with has something to do with this. Well, I mean, I wish it would work a little better because at the rate you're melting the ice, mm, I suspect we're going to be here a long, long time. Well, Kalila's familiar with how magic works, concentration. So she's going to concentrate and see if she can make her hand warmer. Use okay. both hands. She'll, she'll start with one first to see what happens. Don't want to go cray-cray with it. Oh my gosh, caution from this group? Well, it's her paw. <laughs> it, it, it's directly attached to her. <laughs> but you're right. As you focus, you start to see, everyone starts to see a little flame appear on your pointer finger on each hand. And then it, the harder you focus, the more the fire spreads out until your hands start to glow red. And then there is the sound of a hiss as the ice starts to rapidly melt as little sparks of red energy pulse through it. And after a solid minute, 
the ice just puddles away and the warm glow sensation on your hand fades for just a moment before returning. Did her hand hurt or feel actually like burning at any point or was she just like, I'm comfortable? No, it was more of a, a comfortable. All right, well, afterwards, she'll try and stop thinking about her hands being all warm and quote-unquote cool them down. And I have become comfortably warm. <laughs> it was like, that's a really neat trick. She goes, yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't we see a poster about something and a flame coming off of someone's finger somewhere? Yes, we did. Magic in a bottle. Yeah, I think so. But I was also watching that watch one. Where did you see that poster, Faye? The other side of the facility. Kyla's going to go back and find that poster and see what information she can get off of that poster. Same, because I don't think anybody ought to be alone, so she's going to drag Defibulous with her. (laughs) Come on, aw, man. Going up to the poster, you look at it, and it really doesn't say much. Uh, there is a couple little bit more, like, small fine print wording and stuff like that. And you see that whatever this is, is called Sparker. And it is produced by Lotus Magcheck. Health R&D. Hmm. Well, it did, that bottle did say Spar. And if it's called Sparker, I'm going to guess that's what injected into me. It has a little flame. Well, now you have hot hands. Alright. So, magic, did it... Oh, oh, okay. Is this temporary? I'm just gonna see if she can read the fine print. Is it even in a language she can read? Is it common? There's different languages that flash through, and common is one of them, or at least a variant of common. There's a lot of words you don't understand that don't make any sense, but it just talks about see your local local R&D specialist to volunteer your time. Compensation is negotiable. Hmm. All right. Well, since they would have had to pass the other giant ice wall, she'll point that out going, do we want to melt that one too, or just continue exploring down the other path that we just discovered? Uh, I think my mental map says that we want to leave that wall alone. All right. So back down the path we came. Yes. All right, back to the original melted ice wall. Okay. As you approach, you find another massive door. This one, you see a little porthole in about, well, there's a couple of them, actually. One's really high up, and one's about average human level, and then there's one that would be about the height of a dwarf. And they're portholes that are narrow-slitted and shielded, very similar to what Mexi has on his door. On your side, you see the little knob that you would use to slide open the porthole so you could look through it. Opening! Well, the porthole, anyway. I want to see what's in there. Is everyone else peering through? She's letting Faye so it's not all crowded when they do. Well, you could kneel down and look through the one that's lower down. She'll give it to Defibulus. He's probably more curious than she is, and she's still a little baffled on, I can melt ice walls. Yeah, Defibulus will take a quick 
Gander in there. Fay and Short Round, as you peer through this vent or this porthole, you see a human. He is wearing something like pants and a, a t-shirt that are all torn up. His hair is wild and knotted and gnarly. His fingers are glowing red, and he is on almost all fours as if he was feral. And he is facing off with this strange, large rodent whose spines are up and it's hissing. And they're facing off, and they are fighting. This strange human is literally, like, grabbing and setting the thing ablaze as the rat flicks its tail and sends him flying. And you notice as this fight continues, he eventually grabs something off of him and stabs himself. And then he just disappears. And the rat sniffs the air and looks around and then just finds a, a large piece of metal, drags it out of the way, and just disappears into what looks like the concrete walls. And then its tail slowly disappears below. The battle took but a moment, and you see that the blood that was spewed out from the human is red and also seems to have specks of, like, green or or yellow specked in it. Like, it's not normal blood, but the, the coloring, the strange coloring slowly fades, and then it just returns to that normal human blood red. All right. Now. Nope, I don't like that. Faye is going to shut the peephole and back away. Kalila, that's going to get her attention. Go, what? And look through. You see nothing. Yeah, they're gone. We're going to retreat back up the tunnel real quick, real quiet. And uh, Faye's going to fill her in on what she. All right, let's go. It's not like we have anywhere else to go other than the ice wall. Kalila's following and listening. Okay, so back at the end of the main corridor. Yeah, back over by the cylinder. What would you like to do? So you saw a giant rat with spines. And a human with weird blood. Yeah, and they were fighting. That's about the size of it. And uh, it looks like some of these injectable thingies can do some really weird stuff. Like what? I mean, I can melt ice. Well, the guy went invisible. Huh. And I kind of have the weirdest feeling he's taken a few too many of those. Few too many? Or is it a long-term side effect as she looks down at her hands? I don't know. Call it a gut feeling. I'm more curious about the rat that took the giant chunk of metal and that had the big giant, big like spine sticking out of his back look really angry. Yeah, I'm pretty concerned about that too, but I'm really concerned about, you know, what that stuff is doing to people, did to people. I mean, how do we know that he was on it? I mean, for all we know, that could be how the people are down here from other reasons. I don't know, let's... Let's, let's, let's go see what we can see and see if we can find a way out of here. 
Well, we have two options. We can either hit the button, or we can try and melt the other ice wall. Past that, I don't remember seeing any other way around. Or we go through the metal door that we just backed away from. Well, I'm I'm concerned because the, the welded door we found earlier was welded from the side we were on to keep something on the other side in that area. Right, like this feels like the safe zone. You know what I mean? Well, there's no other way out, and it's not like we can go back and ask the Koi for a ride, so we have to choose some area to go. I was just going to say, if we're going to melt the ice, that we'd be ready for anything at that point. Or we can hit the button as she points to the, the, the tube. I'm always up for hitting buttons. Let's hit a button, then. Kalala's going to push the button. She's been waiting on it. Flip a coin. Where are we going? She's going to hit up. All right. The button depresses. You hear a... And nothing happens. She'll do it again. You hear it. And nothing happens. What's that? Does it need that whole electricity thing, Defibulous? 35 on knowledge. Knowledge engineering. You don't even know what this is. You just see a giant glass tube with two buttons on it. Oh, I know, but I'm I'm seeing if it, the, the controls even have power to them at that point. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. But you don't know, because you don't know if these are supposed to light up. It's that, like, frame of reference thing. Okay, like, um, push down. Try the down! You push the button, you hear a... And... nothing happens. I can't... I don't think it has power, but I'm not 100% sure what it does, even when it has power. Well, you said it was glass. What can we see through the glass? You see... Down below, you see what looks like it pits out into a couple feet of concrete. You All look right. up, and you see kind of up a little bit. You looks like it has some kind of track on the right and on the left side. And it looks like maybe something goes up and down inside of it. You're not 100% sure. Right, to the ice wall. Yeah, I guess we don't really have much of another option, do we? All right. So at the ice wall, you do see a small metal box, kind of like a little red box that is closed, or mostly closed. You see what looks like a hammer sticking out and maybe a wrench. Uh, and you do see a strange glow from inside. Remember, correct me if I'm wrong, Defibulous, but boxes shouldn't have hammers and wrenches sticking out of them, right? Well, my toolbox does. I mean like that. It looks like if you, have you ever just tossed tools in and then just closed the lid and just moved on? Oh, okay. That's how, that's what I mean by, they're just set inside and like, it was just hastily closed, like, oh, shift's over, clunk, off I go. Cheers, do you think there's anything, any good tools? Sorry. That to... is what I'm gonna go check. <laughs> You're always wanting the new technology. Oh, just even tools in general are nice. The fabulous will skip over to the toolbox and take a look. Inside you find a tablet that you recognize like what's on the God's Bell. It is currently off. You see another name badge. Uh, this one is the same as the one you found. It looks like the guy has a spare. It shows this one has his, his licensing rank, which he is a licensed rank. A level 2 Miranda technician. 
you find a little strange vial with some blue and white energy or blue and white liquid in it. The white moves around as if it was like lightning in a bottle. You see a red one and you see a map of the area. It's a hard copy, almost like a like a, a printed out computer copy uh, or what would we we would know as like a printed out copy. It's laminated and it's a heavy plastic. And it looks like there's writings and scribbles on it with like um, break room uh, cafeteria stuff like that. Like, you know, something you Map is a handy, useful thing. But no tools, huh? Um, you find a hammer that is tipped to tang, solid, what looks like steel. You find a pipe wrench. You find a set of screwdrivers, both flathead, Phillips, and specialty. You find you find a pair of channel locks. Like you find what you would find in a a normal uh, maintenance man repairman toolkit. They all look like they are modern design. So something that you would not get readily available. And there are even tools that you've never even seen before. Defibius will giggle to himself all happily and take the name badge out in the map and then, like, push all that toolbox into the bag of holding. Even the vials that are inside? Mm, he will take those out carefully and then ask what the, what the others think of them. So these actually have the label on them. The red one is called Sparker. And then the blue and white one is called Jumpstart. Hey, guys. Hmm. So I found a bunch of really cool tools, even ones I, I don't know what they do yet. I found a tablet like we found on the Godspell. And I found a map. And that one orc guy's uh, name badge, he's a rank two technician here. And I found some vials with that have the labels on them. Good. You got stabbed and pricked with the sparker. Does it say what it does? Probably. I just didn't get that far. We'll see if she can read it to see what the heck. As you peel back the label, there's actually a how to use thing. Kind of like the, uh, like when you have a pill bottle, there's that peel back that says like suggested, suggested, uh, blah, blah, blah. For adults, please take two pills for every six hours as needed. <laughs> right. There is a note that says, you know, injectable. Uh, please see medical if you feel faint of heart, dizziness, blah, blah, blah. Like the normal, like, it's been tested and approved by the medical facility, blah, blah, blah. And it says, you know, with this, you can light a candle or use your finger as a welder. Uh, it lasts one hour. And the flame must stay attached, can only be attached to the body, cannot leave the body. Um, and for our use, it can be used as a touch attack, and it does 1d8 damage. So what I did was considered a, uh, like, light a candle, or did I do something that was considered more like a touch attack? More like a touch attack. Okay. Hang on, that, you can use your finger as a welder, that explains the door over there. Yeah... And then a, a jump start. It talks about how this is specially used for electronic electrical maintenance. It's good for jump starting small panels as well as unpowered doors. Uh, it does warn that 
this electricity can jump off of the body, so make sure to check your surroundings when in use. I'm keeping the toolbox. What do you, what do you want to do with these things? Stash them. Let's go ahead and melt the wall. Oh, Kalila wouldn't see why not. Defibulous will carefully put them in a pouch and not put them in the bag of holding for fear something will happen to them in there. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, if we've only got an hour on Sparker, then let's go ahead and melt the wall. Alright. As the, the wall melts away, the warmth in your hand starts to fade away, and you are greeted to a large open room, and this is more like a... As you guys enter into this room, you can see this is the place of a battle. There is bodies strewn about, and they look very reminiscent of the strange human that you saw. But there's a mix of people. There's elves, there's dwarves, there's something that looks like a, a troll, but smaller? And then you see something that looks like an orc, but bigger. Some of them have these strange silver bits in their bodies, and others look like they are burned, and some are uh, beaten. And you see something moving down the east hallway, and you hear this as it slowly disappears down the hallway. And as you look around, you see there are rooms that are marked maintenance, repair, trash, restrooms. This looks like it might be a center hub for a supply room or an area where people come to congregate because there's, you know, places to sit and places to eat. There are these things that say matrix jacks and things like that in, in all these random tables. Question. Yes. How old does this battle look? Within a day or two. Oh, man. Well, this is kind of fresh. Yeah, I shouldn't have melted the wall. As you guys are surveying the battle that was laid out in front of you, you hear a time here at the Miranda. The current time is midnight. I say we find somewhere safe for the evening. Oh, it's midnight, so it's already been four hours? Yeah, I mean, you've been up and down massive lengths of hallways. Oh yeah, these places are huge, that's right. You do see that one of the maintenance rooms is got a, a door that locks on it. It doesn't look like there's a door handle on your side. Looks like there's a key swipe and a what looks like a little black lens just above it. You want to try your key card on that, Defibulous? Yeah, I like playing with the key cards. They're kind of a neat thing. I've got an extra key card if yours doesn't work. And if the door locks, that might give us our secure place to rest, because other than going back now that we've melted the wall, you tell me we're safe. 
You're right. Which Kalila will keep a very sharp ear out for anything while Defibulus tries the key card. Same. Armed and ready. As you swipe the card, you hear a Present card. He'll present the card. There is a little green square that scans over it. Card accepted. Unlocking. You hear a door and unlock. In through the door. As you get inside the room, you see racks of metal racks that are filled with cleaning supplies, toilet paper, and you see what looks like a, a small couch and you see a small cot and you see what looks like playing cards that have been left out. It looks like this is maybe a break room or for Faye, she would recognize it as when she was younger working in the library. There was always that one place in the library that all the young librarians went to to get away from everyone. That's what this looks like. Ah, the bolt hole. As you shut the door, you hear it lock. The system chimes. Door secured. We need, next time we like get back to the Holy City to our place, we should try to figure out a way to make doors like this so people can't break into our place either. Or out. Do you even understand how these doors work? Nope, but that doesn't mean I don't want them and don't want to figure out how to do it. Alright, that's fair. Yeah, I understand that. Alright, so let's, um... Hunker down in the closet, unroll our bedrolls. As you lay in this closet, it's a large closet, mind you, you can hear everything that's going on outside. You hear the sounds of people groaning, and you can hear the sounds of, like, metal cans being dragged around and things being thrown and you hear the sounds of the rats skittering and you hear electricity being fired and you hear the sounds of flames being kicked up and as you are laying there can I get a perception check from everyone? Nat 20 With a nat 20 you happen to roll over on in, on the floor and you notice this strange black square mounted on the wall. And there's a little red light at the bottom. And your curiosity gets the better of you, and you reach up and you tap. And the screen comes to life, and you can see the other room. It looks like you're looking from above. You don't hear anything, but you can see there are a gambit of these different races walking around shambling around some of them are are sparking and twitching sporadically others are like you know running their fingers through their hair setting their hair aflame patting it out and then shambling off it it looks like they are looking for for something but you can't tell what whenever a rat enters the room it seems that all all hell breaks loose and a fight breaks out until either the rat is dead, or it runs off. And it is... It goes on for hours until they start to shamble off down the hallways, disappearing into off-camera or off-the-screen. 
And then you notice something. Something lands in the center of the room. It's tall and, and slender built. By the way, Defibulous will very quietly let everyone see that he's found something really cool to look at. Oh, they'll be, she'll be watching with him. Oh, yeah. It is slowly turning its head, and it's clearly watching. And anyone with any type of combat sense, which is all of you, would know she's scouting. Her head is slowly turning, and she'll move, but she looks like she is gliding across the ground. And then she stops, and you see her look up like she's looking at the camera. Her head turns to the side, then she continues scanning. And then in a quick movement, she is up the side of the wall and then disappears into what looks like a, a vent or some type of passageway system. And then all is quiet in the room. Question. Mm. Did she leave any marks on the walls when she went up? Yes, you see those thin lines wheel that marks are... that we saw. Yep. Well, now we know where the wheel marks came from. I'd say. How in the heck did she go that on? Also, when the rats and the people were fighting, did they ever kill any of the rats or just beat the rat up enough that it ran? Beat it up enough to where it ran. So no fresh bodies were left. There looks like a human, one of the the strange shambling ones were killed and it was dragged off by the others. Mm-hmm. You guys notice it doesn't seem like anyone's killed these rat thingies. You're right. We haven't seen any of the bodies of the rats, just the bodies of the humanoids. But it also means if that weird thing that ran up the walls can get into those those little tunnels in the walls, we got to be careful around those. Yeah, that means they can ambush us at any time. Actually, Defibrillus is going to look around the room to see if there are any of those in here. Nope, the vents in here are tiny. Like, tiny, tiny. Clearly could not fit a person. Yeah. So, I'm a little curious on what madness went on down here. It has my interest, but I'm more curious about how we're going to get out. As she looks at the map, going, This thing has many levels. Well, I'm sure there's an exit out of here somewhere. I hope. Yeah, people had to get down here somehow, right? Exactly. She'll hand the map to Faye, going, you're better at reading things. I'll do my best. Both Defibulous and Faye have, a, have one of those badges, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Both of you feel them buzz, like they vibrate in your hand, just slightly. Take a look at it. Faye, are you looking at yours? Yep. There is some text that's coming across. It's not in common. You can't really determine the language. Well, Faye has that read all languages. Yep, but it's a spell, so she has to cast it. It's not orc, goblin, or anything like that? Nope. Nope, I'm lost. I can't read it. 
I was gonna say, doesn't someone have a pair of glasses or something that lets them read language, weird languages too? Global check, but I don't think I do. I think it's something that is in the maxi shop, but no one has bought in. I have a eye patch of clear sight, which no matter the circumstances grants me clear vision, but I don't have anything that lets me read anything. Yep, no, I do have uh, Comprehend Languages. Right. It will last for half an hour. Alright, so are you going to use it? Yes. What is Comprehend Language? Like, if when you cast Comprehend Language, what does that look like for everyone? If it looks like anything, it could be a spell that doesn't True. show. Most of the time when I use a, a caster, I flavor that kind of thing as a quiet muttering and a quick gesture of a hand. Okay. As you do that, the the letters shape and turn to common. It's strange and it, it's translated weirdly, but it says, "Are you infected? Are you, are you one of the infected? Tap once if you understand this." Uh, Faye will reach over and tap both badges once to indicate that she understands what's being broadcast. There's a dot, 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 and then dot, 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 like, and then it does it a third time, and then it's the, it stops for a moment, and then the words pop up. I don't know if you can fully understand this. I, I saw something. You, you don't look human. Well, not entirely. Um, there, there's got to be a way to communicate with you. Uh, when the coast is clear in the morning, the, the infected and the rat pines are, are less likely to attack. They, they tend to hibernate during the day because we keep the lights bright. To the, the south, there is a, a security room. It's for storage. There's some communication devices there. Uh, they, they fit over your ear. I, I, I don't know if you understand any of this, but if you are sane and you can understand this, we need help. And the only way to communicate is through those. In the morning, grab them. I'll be in touch. And the badges go blank for a moment, and then you see the badge pop up as if it was a normal badge. And with that, we're ending this week's episode. Well, 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 my friends, it seems as if the adventurers are deep in the bowels with creatures unknown, rat pines, and infected and strange creatures that can glide and move up walls as well as something big stalking these strange underwater hallways. On top of all that, a strange, mysterious message in a language that only magic can seem to help Faye understand. Well, they're in the belly of the beast, me friends. And the only way to get out is to solve where they are and help whomever has contacted them. Well, the storm is raging on and you will not be going anywhere soon. So, enjoy your rest. And remember, May the dice gods bless your every roll.
We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 